what's one of the best ways to improve your digestion naturally? Welcome to Episode 8 of Ask Dr. Emily, a weekly podcast where we explore the what, the why, and the how of various health issues from a holistic perspective. What is it? Why does it happen? And how do we improve it naturally? Each episode will explore a different aspect of a specific health issue to empower you with knowledge and inspire you towards achieving outstanding health naturally. Last week, I talked about the importance of boosting your digestion by improving your levels of stomach acid, digestive enzymes, and bile. And one of the best ways to do all of that naturally is to regularly partake of the bitter flavor. For most of us, this takes some getting used to, but the effort is well worth it for the health benefits. And over time, most people come to love this undervalued and underutilized flavor. And if not love, well, at least appreciate it for its wonderful health benefits. So to begin or grow your relationship with bitter, incorporate bitter flavored foods, bitter beverages, and digestive bitters into your life. So let's talk about each of each of these just a little bit. First, bitter foods. Ranging from mildly bitter to intensely so, there's a long list of bitter foods for you to choose from to begin to embrace the bitter flavor. For example, leafy greens range from the mildly bitter romaine lettuce to moderately bitter arugula to the more bitter kale. And most of the foods in the brassica family have some degree of bitterness to them. So that's, again, arugula, bok choy, broccoli, cauliflower, uh, broccoli sprouts, cabbages, um, all of those, all those yummy brassicas, super good for you, and uh, tend to be somewhere on that scale of bitterness. So adding more of those can be a great way to start adding more bitter foods to your diet. Next is bitter beverages. And like with bitter foods, there's lots of bitter beverages to choose from, ranging in taste from very mildly bitter, such as white tea, to moderately bitter, like green tea, to intensely bitter, like espresso and the infamous cooning tea. And uh there's also, um, if you look in the show notes, there's a, an, a little uh, infographic there on some more examples of bitter teas that you can check out. So start low and slow with mildly bitter beverages or be bold and adventurous and dive straight into trying the strong stuff. You might be surprised how much you come to love it. And here's a little tip. You can adjust the bitterness of tea by brewing it for a shorter time to make it milder or a longer time to make it more bitter. And you can brew it with hot water, hotter water to make it more bitter or cooler water to make it less bitter. Or you can even do an overnight cold infusion, which would be the mildest version in the least bitter. And you can also use more or fewer tea leaves to make it more or less bitter. And if you brew some tea and you find that it is too bitter for you, adding a pinch of salt will cut the bitter flavor considerably. And this trick works for coffee and for bitter foods as well. 
And finally, there's digestive bitters. Now, digestive bitters have been in use for thousands of years, and they are taken before, during, or after a meal to help stimulate and promote healthy digestion. And to start with, you might want to buy some ready-made bitters. My favorites are Mountain Rose Herbs, three types of bitters. They've got classic chai and botanical. And if you look at the show notes, you'll find links to those particular products. And once you get going with using bitters, you may find that you enjoy them so much and use them so much that you want to make your own. This can be really fun and it can also save you a lot of money. DIY Bitters is a great book for this. It's a beautifully done how-to guide that explores the history and the health benefits of bitters. And it takes you through the process of making your own digestive bitters blends at home. Now, why bitters? Bitters make themselves known. You get a distinct impression when tasting them unmasked and unadorned. In some seltzer water, they're challenging, but also familiar. We've all tasted bitterness. And they are a foil for the more common flavors on the table. Here is an opportunity to invite juicy conversation. What are you thinking? What is this stuff? This tastes bad. (laughs) At first blush, we might agree. In most superficial ways, bitters taste bad. The most bitter plants isolated are nasty, from the milder rinds of citrus fruits to the intense andrographis plant, which comes off as a cross between tobacco, soap, and ashy dirt. But bitters are more than just these intense botanicals. They are formulas. They are recipes made by nature balanced atop a bitter foundation, like an apple around its bitter core. These formulas, when blended into a cocktail or served as counterpoints at the dinner table, allow this most challenging flavor to come out, to be showcased and enjoyed. And in so doing, they highlight the other ingredients even more. For what would the hero be without the villain? Or the weekend without the work week? Would a great drink or a novel dish be complete without the bitter flavor to set it off? Embracing bitter and bringing it to the table are signs of a mature palate. The best of life shines brighter when framed by challenge and sometimes difficulty. So why do we often omit bitter and how and why should we bring it back? So here's a bit on what science says about bitter. Enjoying a balance of flavors at the bar or the dinner table is one thing, but there is interesting research that points to how incorporating the bitter flavor in our lives positively affects our eating patterns too. Scientists at Italy's University of Pavia, where bitter liqueurs known as amari are common, gave overweight adults a bitters formula containing artichoke leaves, or a placebo. During the study, which lasted two months, participants took the bitters before eating. By the study's end, those taking the bitters reported reduced appetite and consumption, along with lower cholesterol and blood sugar levels, 
and smaller waistlines. We've learned a lot about why this happens. Bitters change the way our guts work, especially when we taste them, making our stomachs feel fuller more quickly and affecting the secretion of enzymes that digest our foods and the hormones that control our appetite. The deeper you dig, the more you find that omitting the bitter flavor really is like sleeping on the beach all the time. You feel sluggish, gain weight, and get bored. And that's what happens with the digestion too, without the bitter flavor. This is why in most intact food systems around the world, you see the judicious addition of the bitter flavor. From Italy's Amari and India's bitter melon chutney, to China's bitters to cleanse the internal organs, and Venezuela's fabled Angostura bark, these herbal formulas spark life, conviviality, and good health. In all cases, bitters are celebratory. They enliven meals and help with the consequences of feasting, not only reducing overconsumption, but also helping with indigestion, heartburn, bloating, and stomach upset. And as such, bitters are often found as bookends to the meal, taken as an aperitif in sparkling water or a cocktail before meals, and as a slowly sipped digestive after meals often in lieu of dessert. And today's clinical research validates these traditional uses. Our current understanding is that along with supporting healthy digestion, bitters also enhance the liver's ability to flush inflammatory compounds and irritating substances from our bodies. I would call this detoxifying, and especially if they are used as part of a daily habit. In fact, bitters are so good for liver function that bitter ingredients such as milk thistle, a widely used bitter plant, has been tested for treating liver problems such as hepatitis, liver cancer, cirrhosis, and toxicity from drugs and alcohol, all with consistently positive results. Bitter plants are also well known for their benefits to the heart, for their relaxing effect at the end of a stressful day, for their aphrodisiacal, aphrodisiacal, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure how to say that, uh, their aphrodisiac qualities, and more. And it makes sense that old-time healers called bitter blends tonics. The bitter flavor highlights the powerful botanical chemistry that enlivens, connects, and invigorates us. Simple bitterness can do this. Your eyes brighten, your brow furrows in heightened awareness, and your back straightens. So with all these potential benefits, healthier weight, better digestion, optimal liver function, more effective detoxifying, reduced inflammation, improved heart function, reduced anxiety, improved sex drive, are you ready to engage more with the bitter flavor? Check out the show notes for a link to my infographic, the top 20 bitter foods. And if you'd like to download a copy of that infographic, drop me a note, check the show notes for that link, and I will send it to you. Then you can print it out and put it up on your fridge to remind and encourage you to continue developing your relationship with the wonderful bitter flavor. <laughs>